Right, first ever recording going right now. I apologize for the sounds of rain. I'm literally stuck in a car in Africa as it's raining. An oxymoron, I know. I'm kidding. Well, this is cataclysmic. Wait, what did I even name myself? <laughs> Alright. <laughs> right, this is cataclysmic crescendo. There we go. Hey, how you doing? First of all, let's get introductions out the way. Boom, black, 24 years of age. Things are shit, coronavirus, and all this fun stuff. Right? Um, let's take that, but on a serious note, I realize this whole entire year for coronavirus, it's a bit eye-opening. Because now, do you know those people back in the day who did those um, prepping businesses? Well, not businesses, but those people where they'll have like little bunkers there loaded with food just in case of, oh no, we might need to flip in, that's what you call it. We need to be prepared and all them stuff. The Doomsday Preppers. They, they were right. I'm not going to lie. I used to watch the Doomsday Preppers TV show. I took the piss. I'm genuinely taking the... I took the piss. Right? But look at them now. They're full-blown fucking laughing. You're laughing. Seriously, on a serious note, genuinely, they are laughing. Because imagine this now. People there saying, Oh, look at you. You're crazy with your little tin pet, like tins of beans and your little and all this bullshit but then they look at them now like literally they're surviving in their nice little bunkers and that chilling no problems going on or what have you and then you know what i mean and there's us all there panic buying toilet paper and all this bullshit and i'm just there like what the hell right but i'm not gonna lie some industries have been boosted since the coronavirus and i think from this day forth those things shall remain forever boosted so for example right amazon fucking hell you full blown made a killing due to the fact that like everyone's just gonna be ordering shit no one's even bothering to go outside and then afterwards and then like the aftermath of this whole coronavirus is gonna be a bit scary so imagine now amazon has now dominated it during this coronavirus so now when the shops are all open and everything um i don't know people were less likely to go to the shop because we've now kind of adapted to the fact that like oh hey we're literally, ugh, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. We just literally got used to just being socially distanced and wearing these masks or what have you. And I reckon which now caused a little bit of PTSD. You know what I mean? But I am really, really, but to be honest, I am really, really sorry for those who have lost others due to the coronavirus. I really, really am sorry about that. It's a terrible thing. It shouldn't have happened. Right? It's really, really sad when you come and it comes down to it. Those people whose lives were lost. They're never, we're never going to get them back. And I just want to give those people out there... Let's wait. I just want to tell people out there... I'm very, very sorry for your loss. Right. So, anyway. Next topic. So, it's the first ever podcasting thing I ever tried to do. Because hmm. I was thinking... Because normally I will just record myself... You know, just trying to take like a vocal diary type thing... And then just kind of play it back and just listen to the, today's diary and all that. Like, oh shit, dear diary, oh, it's happened again. And all this bullshit. But then I just saw that you can have this app here that allows you to do podcasts and stuff. So then I was like, you know what, yo, let's give it a go. Because I was watching this podcast, the original podcast, by the way. Shout outs to Kaya, forget you, Charlie. Right? It's all about Kaya, my guy, the underdog, the Batman, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Nah, I'm joking. Don't get offended, the official fans. But still, shout-outs to Jackson, Charlie, 
and I'm joking Jackson Charlie Andrew and Kaya obviously but if it weren't for you guys I would have literally not um, be doing this so basically go over there watch the official podcast and also this video is sponsored by no I'm joking it's not but it should be should be definitely sponsored by the official podcast promo code enter promo code official cataclysmic crescendo slash official and you get yourselves an unlimited supply of flipping podcasts now I'm fucking with ya but no but seriously shout outs to you guys but anyway so the businesses that literally like skyrocketed due to this coronavirus so let's take for example the toilet paper industry what must have went through a massive boom due to the fact everyone panicked buying toilet paper which was a necessity which I wasn't really expecting for us to run out so I reckon now you could genuinely start making toilet paper factories and shit now people making toilet paper which I find fucking hilarious or take the bidet the bidet companies where they'd be out there making bidets and stuff if you look at those bidets I think people's businesses will definitely skyrocket I never tried a bidet before because the whole concept is a bit eye-opening because I never really washed my asshole with a jet stream what wait I never really thought of just like yeah, just washing my asshole with a stream of water oh sorry bit of thunder there as I was saying washing my asshole with a jet of water unless I'm in the shower but then again that's different because I feel like I'll need to wipe afterwards so either the jet has to be extremely powerful like a jet washer where it scrapes all the bullshit off my ass and goes straight into the toilet then I can walk out feeling clean what have you or I'm still just gonna use tissues regardless I don't know I don't think I'll make the jump because I feel like bidets are expensive but then you can just buy these attachments and that's what oh that leads me onto this little segue I love the one thing is I love about this generation is that we literally have added like um, attachments and stuff what I mean by this right so for example we take something that's old right and then take something that's extremely new that's just freshly came out the new thing has a feature that the old thing doesn't have so what people normally end up doing is they create a little attachment for it so then you can at least take that old item and then make, kind of bring it into the future so for example recently like last year got my driver's license and everything bought myself a car and you know how cars have all these bluetooth radios and aux cables and all this bullshit right well i'm in africa right now can't really afford a flipping car with a what you call it with that fancy bluetooth bullshit but they sold this nice little cushy attachment they said no this is an old car toyota toyota harrier nice nice car big roomy and i bought this attachment where like is those modulators where you just plug it into your cigarette light a bit and then you now got yourself a bluetooth device there you can play it through your speakers and now you're there bopping tunes on the road like cool so you kind of now bought yourself into the modern day right because it literally went from back to having cassette tapes and now we're having cds then cd changes then someone introduced the aux cable then someone's introduced bluetooth getting rid of the aux cable and then now people like making attachments and stuff and that's fun and that's what i like about it it's kind of cool right so back so what i'm trying to do is with these podcasts i'm just basically just saying random shit that pops into my head and just saying my thoughts and i just feel like i don't know if it gets popular then it gets popular i understand and i appreciate the fans that i acquire along this journey because bear in mind it's going to be a long journey i'm going to need to be publishing a lot of content and then too like i do see myself here collaborating with other people out there doing podcasts and stuff because i reckon it'll be flipping funny because for me I genuinely believe that I want to like collaborate with a lot of people because I reckon I got some fucking funny shit that I like to say, 
right? So if anyone out there wants to make a collab, even though I literally just have no subscribers, I have no followers, or whatever their system has, whatever, but it will be flipping cool just to collab anyway. I'm not going to be doing it just to, oh, look at him, getting the subscribers or what have you. No, I'm just doing it for just doing it for me because that's how it's supposed to be originally. That's what it was meant to be. But then obviously due to the fact that we live in society now, no, 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 take that back. No, no, I'm not going to put everyone there, brush everyone with a broad stroke. I'm just basically saying that we, these companies that I'm not naming any names, but certain companies, they're like using censorships. So like you, so for example, in the beginning, back in the early days, probably, yeah, you can upload things of you just being you. And you're there speaking about, like, whatever you want to say, that's you, right? But then, obviously, now with these companies, they'll kind of get you senses that you can't really talk about certain subjects. You can't say this, and you can't say that. You can't offend other people. I mean, by all means, if you're offended, you're offended. But then it's kind of like, do you want me? I don't know how to describe it. Because the way that I see things which are going on right now is that, like, when they become hard on the censorship and all the shadow banning and all the deplatforming and all this stuff, right, what that kind of happens is you're kind of, mm, I don't know, you're kind of destroying yourself in the long run. Because, like, take, how do I describe it? It's like the whole thing with big oil back in the day. What I mean by that is, back in the day, Big Oil used to run things. So they used to run shit. And I'm telling you now, they used to run shit. Look it up if you get the chance. But eventually they broke apart and then obviously separated into different things due to the fact that they got too big. So that's what I think is happening with these social medias. Where that, like, they've gotten so big to the point now that, like, they're starting to break down. So obviously people, like, certain types of people or celebrities, they're getting deplatformed because they said, ah, da, 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 da. Or said, like, insulted some people or people got offended. So then they got to get deplatformed or what have you. That's what they ended up doing. Right? So, and then here's what also what I noticed as well, like, the de-platform, say like you de-platform one person, then you de-platform a certain group of people, and then eventually those type of group, then the group of people, what they end up doing is, either, they can't, obviously, they can't join that clubhouse, obviously, the big main clubhouse, so what they end up doing is, oh, you know what, fuck it, I'll make my own fucking clubhouse, and then they make their own clubhouse, and then now you've got those two sort of clubhouse, clubhouses, well, you got the main clubhouse, where people have been going to for years, people loved it over there, but then obviously, due to the fact those people got kicked out, they made their own, it'll be obviously small, but then obviously, they're gonna build up and what happens, oh, here's what I also noticed, if those big, if the big clubhouses don't really pay attention to what they're saying or doing to their audiences, eventually those people are going to divert and go to the other clubhouse because, you know what, oh, over here seems a bit fun, oh, because over here I used to be able, used to be able to do this, this, and this, and then they change things so much, fuck this, I'm going to go to this other clubhouse, then eventually that other clubhouse is going to become big and then it might go through the same pr- problem that the original clubhouse went through where it breaks apart somebody makes their own version and then the cycle continues it's just like a never-ending cycle but i truly believe that like the whole incident issues was going on with twitter and now people are jumping over to parlor i mean i don't like the fact that people are attacking parlor but oh look at this they've got some racial nazis and all this what not right okay first let's get one thing straight i'm a black man by the way black man african been raised up in england that's why i got a nice well eh, i wouldn't say it's a nice english accent but eh, i don't care but um what'd you call it as a black man right sorry to use the race card but then that's obviously been the trend nowadays so yeah but um 
what I don't like is that, like, obviously people over there are getting offended on Twitter of, like, what other people are, like, let's just say people who are right-winged, right? People are, get upset with what right-winged people are saying and they get deplatformed or whatever and all this whatnot. Then those people jump over there and I don't like them being labeled as Nazis and stuff like that because that shit's kind of fucked. Because imagine being labeled a Nazi because people genuinely need to look up what a Nazi is and do the comparison. Right, because I don't find it fair labeling someone. And then also, here's another thing. Ask questions. What happened to asking questions, people? Right, because what I don't like is, so you're right, you called them a Nazi. Right, and then now, right, you called them a Nazi. And then, obviously, I'm going to react. Like, okay, why do you think I'm a Nazi? Oh, because you're racist why do you think I'm racist, explain to you, like, give me an in-depth explanation, right, so take what you're saying over here, calling me a Nazi, do research, make sure you do your research, on you know, so you know what a Nazi is, then do your research on the person at hand, then after, after you've done your research on the person at hand, do a comparison, and then if you think, okay, yeah, you're leaning a bit lefty, a little, a little bit Nazi-ish here, because here, point A, point B, point C, you're a bit Nazi-ish on these topics over here, and then this, and then overall, then you get, like, an overall and then you kind of go okay overall you're a nazi because you tick these certain boxes right rather than you notice that oh you're a nazi but then you don't even tick a couple of these boxes and now you're there labeling that person as a nazi it's a bit fucked right and people on parlor and here's what i realized about parlor is that they say yeah it's mostly right-wing people here posting their thoughts and stuff because their thoughts and stuff are not really accepted on twitter but then at least with parlor they got the nice common decency just to say everyone's allowed to speak you can say what you want to say because you got your freedom of speech and i respect that right because for a person from brit like for me person of britain we're kind of like shifting into that like oh you can't say certain things people get offended oh no Gonna get myself a bit of offended here. Oh, blimey. Right. I don't like that neither. Because that also fucking sucks. And I'm here in Africa pulling a Dave Chappelle, by the way. And, um... I just find it fucked how we're getting so sensitive. And I look at the previous generation. The previous generation back in the war generation. You had no time to be offended. Because you have a fucking war going on, guys. And I'm not really saying that we should be having a war to distract us from all of this social justice bullshit. But I really wish that the energy that we're using, right? Why can't we channel this energy to the right places if you catch my drift? So take America for example, all your stuff that you're complaining about, you have the freedom to complain about that, right? And I'm not going to take that away from you. You guys have the freedom to say what you guys got to say. I think that's your, is that the First Amendment or the Second Amendment? I don't know which one is the guns. Um, I think it's the First Amendment, the freedom of speech is the first or the second. I don't know which one is which, I'm not American myself. Don't label me, please. Thank you very much. Right. And here's another topic for you. The Second Amendment, or the First Amendment... Fuck, I don't know which one's which, I need to Google this. But tell me when I'm wrong. But uh, I think it's the Second Amendment is the guns. Right? So, the guns... Obviously guns are bad. But let's look at the history. You guys introduced the Second Amendment into your constitution because in case of a rise of a tyrannical government, I believe, I'm not sure. So you gave your citizens the ability to raise arms in case the governments are doing something shady and all that bullshit, right? Hmm, okay. Hmm, bit on the nose. But, um, 
and all of this stuff. Yeah, I think all of these school shootings and stuff are terrible. And all of these people getting innocent people getting killed by guns is absolutely terrible, right? But let's see here, how many years have your guns been in circulation for how how I mean how many years have guns in the United States been in circulation for? Right? Let's take a look at that. Because I've noticed it's been years, let's say hundreds of years you guys have had your guns. And then now all of a sudden you wanna just go, you know what? Fuck that. Like and people there complaining, like here, okay. I got people, people worldwide complaining that, oh, look at our country, we took away guns, blah, 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 and we're doing okay, right? Yeah, you might be doing okay, you might have less, like, homicides via guns, but then obviously if you're a killer, like, if you're going to kill someone genuinely, you'll find a way to kill somebody. So, like, okay, we're not allowed guns in the UK, but there's a shit ton of knife crime, and I don't see anyone going on a crusade saying, oh, no, yeah, let's ban knives. Because then at the end of the day, the chef industry is going to be fucked. Because now, guess what? We're not allowed to use fucking knives. Chef knives, by the way, to cook our meats. We're going to use be going to be using butter knives just to cook, just to just to cut our meat and stuff. Which, so I just feel like you ban one thing, then once something else will fall in its place, you just need to use that thing and then kind of limp, like control it in a little way. And I, what I'm trying to say is, the guns. The whole issue of like, oh, let me take away your guns and stuff, that's not really going to solve the issue because now you take away people's guns, then you're going to have those people who are on the under, like who are underground selling gu- the people, then those people who sell guns on the underground are going to make a shit ton of money, right? So here, here's what I think you should do, right? Don't get rid of the guns. Because I feel like there's already going to be too many guns in circulations, and you're kind of taking away guns from people like innocent people who might use the guns for protection. Yes, there's going to be people who are going to use the guns for crime. I know that I'm aware, but I'm just basically saying that like you take away guns from innocent people who use that, like who know their gun rights and who have been trained in gun safety and what have you. And then now those people can't defend themselves, but criminals, they'll obviously get easy access to guns. So what I'm trying to say is, why don't we just charge extra money for the bullets? So make bullets expensive, meaning that you own your gun, but let's just say you're only capable of affording, let's say, five bullets. Right? Five bullets. Of originally, back in the day, I said to a friend of mine, back in the day, that we should probably limit people's amount limit the amount of bullets being bought so you as a citizen all right you're allowed to buy let's say a couple of rounds of bullets only right i don't know you limit that but then i realized that people will find other ways to get it and then maybe then he just dawned upon me why don't we just increase the price of bullets and then make bullets really expensive right and then hopefully hmm yeah make bullets really really expensive meaning that if you're gonna go people if you're gonna use your bullets bear in mind they're expensive so you're gonna kind of shoot someone like you're less likely to shoot somebody if you catch my drift and then at least here's what i know if you shoot somebody it's kind of more legally binding in a way so if you like so for example the bullets are really really expensive so that means that you must have the intent to shoot somebody like imagine like we sell the bullets five grand a bullet or whatever they're really really expensive you work really really hard you save up your cash just to buy that one bullet and to use that bullet is used to shoot someone i reckon in the court terms 
technically that shows intent because the price of those bullets are really really expensive if you catch my drift and the fact that you're willing to save up to buy that bullet to shoot that one then yeah it's really really bad so is that so what else um so increase the price of bullets hopefully let's there'll be less shooting i don't know i'm not an american right so i'm trying to think the transport industry is going to take a massive hit because no one's going to be flying on going to holidays and stuff but at least now with this virus it kind of makes people conscious like really really conscious like about bio like bringing germs and stuff like that so now you're going to look twice when you're there flying on a plane and someone's there sneezing like someone's there sneezing and stuff like that or someone that's got a cold you're going to look at them twice like uh this guy's a bit shifty he's been he's been sniffling a bit you know what i mean proper sniffling a bit but um yeah all right so 21 minutes worth of a podcast i don't know whether i did good i don't know whether i did bad did i offend you let me know because if you <laughs> i am most likely going to be offended right for those who are offended please tell me why you're offended right because i really want to like i genuinely want to know why you're offended let's make a dialogue you know what i mean because dialogues now they're no longer dialogues because you're just gonna come over here and label me a Nazi even though I'm a black person and I love everybody else. I love everyone in the world, you know what I mean? And you're there gonna label me a Nazi, okay? Or, oh, this guy, he's racist, da da da, but I did mention in the beginning I'm black. But then again, everyone can be racist no matter what skin tone you are. Anyone can be racist to anybody else, right? And yeah, it also. If you guys get the chance, anyone from the official, like, from the official podcast, if you can find a way to send this to Kaya, or Charlie, or Jackson, or Andrew, or, and if you guys are listening to this, put this on your episode, that'll be jokes, and maybe down the line we could do a little collaboration, maybe, I don't know, that's up to you, <laughs> but it'll be funny though. Anyway, I'm off, it's your boy, Cataclysmic Crescendo. Sweet. my introductions i just want to say thanks for that right thank you for you guys and literally those first few people out there who watch my things you guys are literally at the precipice of something either amazing or something totally shit or the biggest fail of your entire lives and like why the fuck did i even bother to do this and yes i'm swearing a lot but yeah what can you do life yeah i might not get any sponsorships or whatever but then at least you know what i mean you're just talking how it is and those people who swear a lot i don't really blame them time and a place but at the end of the day if it's your platform well not really my platform but if i got given the platform like so and i can say i'm just gonna use my ability to say i'll say things that obviously i want to say but then obviously with limits of course obviously i can't go full-blown Kanye west on this one but hey what can you do but anyway welcome back it's your boy cataclysmic crescendo and just here just living life to the fullest and then i was gonna ask quick questions to the americans out there right your election right now you're saying biden won but then now there's all of this stuff coming out saying that trump's won and now i'm just in this level of confusion what's going on here like legit the best reality show i've ever seen in my life right now was the american the american um, election and pretty much it's the most entertaining shit like you can 
like take all of the programmings that we used to watch back in the 90s back in the 2000s right and then literally they can they pale in comparison compared to this shit which is going on right because obviously biden's one i see that right biden's definitely one whatever but then i just feel like all of these videos i was watching everyone all day like oh my god biden's one we're free oh everything's gonna be great again and all of this stuff right and then what's gonna break my heart well what's gonna break my heart is i'll just see all of a sudden boom trump's one and then i'll be there like wait what then all of those videos of everyone getting emotional like legit there's gonna be a youtube compilation of just that shit i'm sorry <laughs> uh, look i'm not meant to laugh but i'm just imagining everyone's all there happy and stuff like that and you're having to watch everything just getting negated out of the blue and you know that song which goes that one right there's going to be a compilation of those videos coming up on youtube and then here's what i find youtube like here we go again like with youtube like i genuinely say like it's a clever it's a clever entity in and of itself because it's grown so massive and large that like the controversy it now thrives on controversy if you think about it controversy is basically keeping youtube alive alongside with like all the children who signed up to youtube watching all your kids channels and stuff like that for your parents there just to say oh no yeah boom just whack a few youtube videos on there for my kid on like the youtube kids app so they're you're keeping alive but most of it is definitely definitely controversy you thrive off your controversy and stuff because like um who owns youtube right now is it susan yeah who cares but anyway I need to have a word, like, soon, like genuinely right now, I'm going to have a word with you right now, Susan, if this ever gets to you, I don't know, I won't ask you a question, do you know how you guys keep on promoting, get on, oh, yeah, get YouTube Plus, get YouTube Plus and stuff like that, get free advertisement, and all, I mean, not free advertisement, but would you call it, you remove all advertisement there on your YouTube videos and stuff, my question is, why don't you just, like, I've noticed you put loads of advertisement there, just as motivation for people to get that YouTube Plus whatever like the subscription service a month just to get rid of those advertisements as much so you can pretty much watch all your youtube videos for free not for free but i mean they're free but i mean obviously you watch them with no advertisement involved and i was just thinking why don't you just lower your price down to like a dollar or something cheap as fuck because at the end of the day let's look there's literally mm, probably say what a billion people who use youtube as it is like literally how much money do you need susan like genuinely like you sit down don't actually look at it you're being backed up by google by the way let's throw that into the mix so basically daddy google over there the flipping part like you're backed up by google like you're not going to be short for change anytime soon like youtube could literally go bust and google won't even bat an eyelid or whatever but i'm just basically saying why don't you just charge people a dollar for it at least or a pound for us british folks out there whoop whoop metric system right so why don't we just literally just do that just charge people a dollar for it rather like a mad netflix subscription price because i just don't see it pretty much worth it because at least all of your content there is free and if you guys do make let's say for example you do make your youtube content where people have to pay for it and stuff someone is either going to film it record it and upload it secretly into the system embedded it embedded within your own system anyway so legit there's no way really you can avoid it because at least 
that's I see it difficult for you guys to make that transition to get people to subscribe because at the end of the day people have literally been having YouTube like YouTube has literally just been for free and I personally believe that like since you guys introduced your TV broadcast like your broadcasting like networks and stuff who jumped onto the YouTube trend because obviously no one's really watching television anymore people are just watching TV they have more swing and more power and they get they they literally have the the production like the the production power behind themselves that they're there so they can literally shoot out the content daily since the fact that they were doing this on te- for television whilst you get your low average youtubers and stuff like that in their bedroom just constantly trying to figure out content and stuff like that and it's a difficult sort of thing to do but i don't really see a problem well yeah it's a problem like yeah you guys got the financial backing or whatever if you're a studio or whatever but then if you're starting out on your own i feel like there's an extra bit of grind there for you and then i feel like you feel more appreciative of your viewers and stuff like that if for me for example i'm not going to start putting in the grind and putting in the effort like as time goes on and more and more people subscribe because i realize obviously i've got a small amount of viewership right now due to the fact that i've got little content but little little do i know is that i just need to make sure that i have a shit ton of content uploaded anyway like a nice back catalog of content for people over there to watch like for people over here to watch or to listen to obviously to listen to because the way that this is framed it's as simple as fuck and i see myself obviously upgrading to joe rogan level where it's like i'll have a studio maybe when i sit down record chris audio at that am asmr level shit but i ain't gonna be doing that <laughs> Or that fucking mad sound effect shit. I ain't really gonna touch that anyway. Because the ASMR shit that belongs to other people. That's not for me. But I do want to get to that level where obviously I'm getting guests and all this good stuff. Right. And... What else? I had a topic today. Like Elon Musk. I'm not gonna lie. My guy. Killing it dog. Straight killing it. Right. I'm thinking Elon. If you ever get this one. First of all. Please give me a free. I beg, I beg us, give us a free Tesla, right? If if I can just have a free Tesla, just a free Tesla, right? And I will promote the fuck out of you, even though you don't fucking need it. And pretty much it's free advertisement anyway. You give me a Tesla, the whole world, the whole internet would just blow up like what the fuck? Yo, Elon Musk just gave this African kid a flipping Tesla. What the fuck? Like legit. And it's advertisement of itself as well. So it's a win-win situation. So if you ever do get this Elon, yo, yo, you know what I mean? Uh, emails out there, you know what I mean? I'll take a free Tesla. Ain't nobody complaining about that one. Right? But Elon, what I was going to say here is, right? You now have SpaceX. I think you should focus on your spaceship. You know what I mean? Earth, leave it to us. You catch my drift? Leave the spaceship to us. I mean, no, 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 no. Leave the Earth shit to us what i'm saying by that is focus on the space shit getting all the human beings or whatever out into mars and all that i preach to that one keep that one going but then leave a little bit of space for us here on earth to make money and stuff like that what i mean by that is that these mega companies and mega corporations what they do it's clever but what i'm trying to say is like the way these monopoly company monopoly sized companies do they'll obviously buy up this company here buy up that company there right but then the problem with that is that that shows that that company either lacks creativity right or they're scared of the competition so for example like oh you 
have a business i'm a multi-business right now right and i'm gonna now invest money into your company or i'll buy your company because your company is doing something and they see you as a threat so they buy you right so instead of coming up with a way to innovate or outthink or maneuver they'll just throw money at you and then normally you'll just either some people might just sell their business and carry on but then what little do they know they just boosted the strength of that company but um what i'm trying to say here is that if you are out there right with a okay there's gonna be a bit of a type a little bit of a skip there because obviously i was a bit distracted of what's going on over here at the farm so i was like oh wait a minute but anyway as i was saying where was i full-blown sidetracked myself but anyway what i was saying here is let's say you're a big multi multi-billion company right and then us small companies right we might think that like oh we can't really compete but then obviously what we have is called like the the underdog tactic where we come up with in like innovative ways for us to adapt that we see things so for example these big companies they're up there in the sky they can barely see what's going on on the ground as it is right so for us on the ground floor we can literally see what's going on and come up with innovative ways for us to what generate cash so for example imagine it's raining right and these mega companies their buck they got these buckets and we got those styrofoam cups right those styrofoam cups easily they quickly fill up and obviously they get dumped obviously but they're small cups and then they right quickly rise and whatever right and then some people don't have cups some people get cups some people have multiple cups or whatever but these big mega companies they have these large 20 liter buckets collecting the rain obviously let's just say they're collecting a lot of money but as these companies buckets get bigger they have holes on the bottom and that's how you get those little tinier companies underneath that's feeding off of those like residual like those are the customers that slip through okay ignore the noise in the background that's just the that's just the mill but anyway what i was saying is that water be trickling down from the bottom of these large buckets and that's how you get these smaller companies that place themselves underneath those com- those middlemen companies that place themselves underneath those buckets and collecting those sort of customers like getting their sense and filling up their cups till they get multiple cups so like their tactic it's a clever tactic where you kind of find where those mega companies are losing their client base and then with that you kind of how do i describe it with those client base you kind of build you kind of feed it off feed off of them and then you grow buy yourself a second cup feed off more get bigger and bigger and eventually turn in all your cups to get yourself a bucket and now you're a conglomerate and now you're a big company but here's what i find a bit strange with the business world nowadays right so take makeup for example right take your large companies or that like i don't know i don't really know makeup but let's say you take your large company and people are out there protesting like oh these companies here they don't do makeup for my type of people they don't do makeup for these type of people or them types of people he them he she whatever you identify as they don't do makeup for them right so people will either protest this until the, the company starts making those types of makeups for those specific specific groups of people right the problem which i find with this is you're kind of boosting the you're boosting the strength of that company because now you're kind of plugging leaks 
or other companies with their cups and they were probably going to go meet that demographic over there because I feel like a small demographic yes it's small but then at least that small demographic can also grow because maybe like you might have 10,000 customers like of a 10,000 of a certain demographic and stuff like that but once you start satisfying them you kind of grow your repertoire then try to find yourself another demographic where these big companies are not hitting you kind of nab that one there there's your second cup you feed off of the other company like those makeup companies bucket from underneath you take those droplets over there then eventually you're trading in your cups for a large fucking bucket as dumb as this may sound, I know, but yeah, bear in mind I did study business studies years ago. <laughs> yeah, with a little bit of economics, but basically what I'm trying to say is when you guys are out there saying, oh, this company should do that, that company should do that, why don't you start a company for that demographic? You catch my drift. You start selling a product to that specific, like that unique niche demographic. And I noticed like if a demographic is niche, right? They have ways to find, they have friends, so for example, they have a unit, so basically, yes, they might be small, but the potential of growth is very, very, very large, and if you're the first one to start approaching that demographic, your name becomes popular and gets known and easily spread from one demographic to another demographic, and your growth will grow exponentially, rather than trying to attack the demographic that's being fed on by everybody else, try to find those niches, right? That's where the money is, because you collect a bunch of niches, all your niches turn into peaches. That's as dumb as I... Okay, that's... This is where we've pretty much got dumb. <laughs> Ignore what I just said there, but I personally believe, yeah, those niche demographics, they're very, very important, like cult followings, even those as well. Cult followings, niche audiences, and everything like that. Focus on them, and you have the exponential chances of growth. Alright, next topic. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna lie, this is off the top of my head, so like legit trying to find ways to kill audio and time, and I personally feel like I'm boring you, but obviously the way that I set up this whole podcast, it meant to feel natural and flowing like a conversation, like or maybe we're on, like, we're on the phone together right now, or maybe you're listening to me through your earphones and I'm just there whispering into your ear like, oh, hello guys, oh. I'm here to tell you that oh, you need to buy this product. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, that's very, very dumb. Right. Now, I saw something on the internet which I found truly amazing. They managed to manufacture an aeroplane that runs on electricity. Now, wait. Bear with me. Right. Invest in that shit. So, for example, if there's a way. To invest in airplanes that run on electricity, I highly recommend people do that because you, the way I see it is, yeah, it's going to cost a lot of money to begin with, but then in the long run, it's going to be a shit ton of aer- shit tons of airplanes that run on electricity, and then more companies will have the ability to like, which will the more people invest in the more airplanes that run on electricity, which then means cheaper flights. Bear in mind, because the way I see it is, people should be investing in it because like the more we invest in electronic planes yeah it's gonna be like the downside of an electric plane versus a petrol plane is going to be fucking flight time and distance yeah because probably you're gonna probably gonna able to fly a few hundred thousand kilometers or whatever or probably you know, what a trip where you stop halfway and then change flight you probably stop a quarter of the way 
change the battery, like swap out your batteries for a fully charged battery. You'll have that sort of system where you just have mini stops where it's like, oh no, yeah, quickly switch, and you go. So fast, okay, that's a one, that's a benefit. Faster refueling because obviously, imagine you having to wait to refuel a fucking double, like a Boeing seven seven or whatever. But imagine a Boeing seven seven where you literally swap out your battery pack when that's dead and switch in the battery that's fully juiced. I'll fucking take that. And also this bullshit of just charging people a shit ton of money for like having extra luggage or you want extra leg room or whatever you fucking lower down those fucking prices because imagine that this way you lower your prices down more people are gonna fucking fly so drop those fucking ticket prices down to let's say 50 bucks from like europe to america drop it down to 50 bucks people are gonna fucking fly you catch my drift or like all around europe those cheap budget airlines jump on that shit jump on that shit now with the electric planes i'm telling you now for a fact because if it takes off (laughs) i see what i did there but if it takes off right you're gonna be fucking laughing so easy jet uh bmi baby uh easy jet um i don't know all of the oh not ryanair because you guys are fucking cunts but um (laughs) but like anyway all you other budget airlines jump in that invest in that sort of shit and i know you guys got the piece for it because you guys get fucking backed up like you're the fucking banks when you guys go bankrupt like legit the airline industry you guys get fucking funded for days bruh for days and another thing benefit which we have for airplanes is probably logistics so transporting stuff and transporting goods maybe you can probably make transporting goods more frequent and also cheaper due to the fact that you're not using fuel and all the good stuff so i think all right so all right there's another one right there so you like logistic companies amazon jump on that because imagine the amount the amazon you, okay logistic companies you can definitely benefit from electronic planes and budget airlines you definitely can benefit from electronic planes where you like let's jump to logistics real quick logistics you did like so people like amazon and ebay and all the good shit and wish and fucking hell wish get your shit together why does it take so long to get your products across the fucking like legit by the time my item arrives i fucking forgot bought it and then i'm like oh i need this time ago but uh, i don't really need that but anyway so delivery so here's where i found where it's beneficial for you like logistic companies you can now drop the prices due to the fact that like it's cheaper cheaper because the planes are not using fuel and they can travel to deliver shit you will now cut the costs of like transport meaning that your products will become cheaper worldwide meaning more frequent like frequent 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 uses or purchases of your goods worldwide so amazon yo uh, what do you call it jeff bezos all right here we go jeff bezos and elon musk if you get this podcast if this podcast somehow miraculously made me makes it to you make me rich because these ideas are going to fucking make me rich and I, I, I just want 10 percent if it makes billions of dollars i just want a few minutes just a couple of mil just a couple of mil that'll do or just give me 50,000 50, a month i'll take that and then you guys take the credit whatever money you guys make i'm fucking calm making fucking fifty thousand a month that's gucci i ain't gonna complain about that but as i was saying um Jeff Bezos, jump on that now, the electronic planes, because now you can now start shipping your cargo and all of your, so if you, you can basically have your own Amazon fucking plane, dude, 
dude amazon fucking plane think about it you're now delivering your goods cheaper like a cheaper cheaper because how much did it cost to transfer like to transport your goods worldwide so let's say all right i order an item that's just coming from china and then obviously you need the packaging you need to make sure that when it goes to that and the fuel paying for the pilot and all this stuff and seeing that the fact that you like the cost look at the cost that have been cut from it i'm probably reckoning that you can use that to give your customers a bit more saving and people are going to order a shit ton more of shit shit ton more of shit like a shit ton of stuff so for example yeah so what i'm saying is make yourselves like a little mini like a mini amazon mini amazon air like a mini amazon airplanes fill them up no mini amazon airport and then you just load your planes up whenever you guys have shipments and stuff you load your planes up you fly them off to your locations at a fraction of the price due to the fact that like you get your pilots you make them fly different locations or whatever make sure that they have set yet up I'm probably fucking this up, but I'm trying to say, ugh, I'm bumbling over my words right now, like I genuinely can't speak. Give me a second. I'm basically, what I'm basically trying to say is that, imagine you get your own airport, Amazon airport, but it's only for your goods and that, like your warehouses and stuff, you get all your stuff delivered there, and then everything that needs to be shipped out, shipped out worldwide, you have your airplane, your electronic airplanes there ready to go they're out there flying and doing all that cool shit for you and i truly believe that would make you a shit ton of money and you can just cheapen you can just cheapen the prices of your products all that money that you save and go towards your pocket you know what i mean and i know rich people love the sound of money being saved it's gonna cost a shit ton of money yeah but then in the long run yo jeff bezos please find a way to communicate if you find a way to communicate with me dude i would love to run this shit because i feel like this would be my shit logistics would be my bitch <laughs> right so anyway i literally went on a full tangent around airplanes running on electricity which i find fucking crazy and it takes a crazy person to fully full blown find a way to find a conversation about that so <clears throat> i was gonna i literally sound like a guy on drugs if you're stoned or under the influence listening to this you're probably gonna have a good time but if you're stone cold sober you're just thinking what bollocks is this guy talking absolute fucking boss bollocks mate but um (laughs) so what i'm trying to say here is like legit get that going and if it does get going that sort of shit i would fucking love it and i would want a piece like the money would be nice just just giving me a portion obviously like i want to live comfortably obviously get my bills like pay off all my bills or what have you but then they have that extra bit of ease just to just just to, you know what i mean just, just you know yeah fifty thousand fifty thousand pounds a month for the rest of my life ain't that much and looking at this project here it's probably gonna make me feel it's gonna make me billions come on now it's gonna make me fucking billions bro like legit electronic cargo planes which fly out delivering your parcels for you right and all your packages or or packages and all that shit you get delivered out there for you cheap cheap very very cheap you don't even have to build the airport you just have to ask the airport say can i have my planes here because that's where i'm going to need to be delivering my shit just do what you gotta do you know what i mean 
podcast Bezos Come on And come on Elon Musk Give me a flipping Tesla Right Next topic I've noticed Due to the fact that Us people We're not really going outside As much nature Is now slowly starting To come back to life I mean it's nice But then what I feel sad Is wanting to go back to normal Like I don't even see us Going back to normal Because I just feel like This is just gonna Like have a mark on us Like for, for example I was born in 1996 Between then and now Like I've been through Like we had Multiple things We had the Y2K incident We had all the terrorist like attacks and stuff like that we had the great depression 2008 when like the crash happened and stuff like that and obviously what happened the crash now 2020 and all of this this generation like the we've been through I'm not, I'm not saying that like we've been through we've been definitely been through shit I'm not downplaying anyone else's shit but I'm just saying we've been through shit everyone's been through shit at different varying levels but we've all been through shit And I personally think like if you're a regroup, hold tight together, we'll get through this. And at the end of it, we'll look back. And I feel like if a situation like this ever were to arise again, we'll be more better prepared and much more stronger. And I hope and pray to pass that information down to the next generation to show them that we've got the tenacity and dexterity to survive and catch my drift. Because we're fucking human, baby. That's how we do. And I... It's crazy. We'll survive. And then the gym, you're gonna make a shit ton of money because, like, legit, I need to lose weight. Like, uh, this quarantine body's not gonna serve anybody right now. Like, legit. I realized I got fatter, like, I let my hair grow out. Uh, shaved myself bald just to watch it grow back. But, like, it's now going back and I was getting to that point because now I've gone full blown crazy and I don't even know what to do with it at that point. That's what I find fucking crazy. Oof, we, we're now closing into 30 minutes. Like, I never really did the research on how to do a podcast. I'm literally winging it as we go. But then, obviously, we're going to find ways of throwing in a bit of structure every now and again. And once I find that nice, nice bit of structure that works, I'll fucking run with it. And also, I want to give a shout-out to my audience right now, whoever's listening to you. Like, this is my niche audience. From anything, If you take anything from what I said, like, anything from what I said, like, legit, I appreciate you you're gonna get those one people you're gonna find that one set of people who just disconnect after 10 minutes 20 minutes but those who literally stay through the end and then try to promote me and go oh but i can listen to this guy this guy says some funny shit or this guy says some wise shit like you're like i appreciate that right so with this share it as much as possible this is pretty much probably most of the time like i'll mostly yeah i will ask every now i'll ask every now and again for you to like subscribe i don't even think they do subscription here or like, just share it out or whatever part like whatever platform you find this on just share it out or just like it or whatever but that's the only time i'm gonna ask you guys to do this well yeah i'll ask you later on but just like i'll rarely ask due to the fact that if this podcast is good for you and you like it you genuinely just out of instinct you just like it there's no need for people to just be i feel like it's so hard grained into our dna from watching youtube and people going oh like rate and subscribe like rate and subscribe i feel like personally if your content is good enough you would now instinctually like and you'll instinctually hit that notification bell and you'll instinctually share that video because you, you, you do it it's done like take for example back in the day the cat videos you literally upload a picture of a funny cat and legit that will spread that will spread no one really said shit they'll just spread it it wasn't a like rate subscribe back in the day but i'm just saying if your content's good enough people will share it like no 
your problem. And I'm not expecting okay, people leave comments. You can leave comments by all means. And if you said like if you're there hating on me, right, and stuff, or I want your negative comments as well. Because the good comments I appreciate you. Alright, if you got something good to say to me, don't. I want the people who want to say something bad to me to at least I'll analyze that because I feel like the compliments are distractions. Really, you compliment it saying like, "Oh, you done good, you done this, you done this." But I feel personally that if you're telling me, "Oh, darling, you fucking suck," you know what I mean, dude? You suck. Like, oh, at this point, at this point of the audio of the podcast, you fucking suck, or this, or whatever, whatever. You tell me where I've gone wrong, I'll analyze it, and then I'll just see where I can upgrade. Yeah, a thumbs up is great, but then I'll have if I have like millions of people hating on me, that'll be fantastic. I'll see why people hate on me, and now it's a double-edged sword. Like you can be famous for being infamous, you can be infamous for being famous. It's like it's a double-edged sword, no matter what way you do with it. But for me, I'm saying my standards are low. Like this is like the lowest form of podcasting you can ever go. I swear a lot. I use bad language. People are getting insulted left, right, and center. I've lowered myself to that point where if I do get popular and stuff, people will know me for being me and being genuine for this point, and they expect nothing less from me. You know what I mean? They'll expect that. Rather than me going in, oh, hi guys, rainbows, happy guys, this is Cataclysmic Crescendo and, oh, and all this stuff, and then you get your controversies down the line where it's like, oh, this guy used to do this, oh, guess what, he's out there at the bar. Because I feel like those people who are doing too goody two shoes stuff, like it's nice, continue, but then you're kind of stuck, you pigeonhole yourself, like it's the, it's the Disney syndrome, bro. Like take your Disney people from back in the day when they were young, they all acted innocent and stuff like that. But then as time goes on, you go get your Britney Spearses, your Miley Cyruses, and you just turn out and you just go fucking crazy. But then if you go on the get go, let people know that this con like don't even bother. You don't even have to bother watching and listening to this podcast because this podcast is generally like wherever this goes, I'll I'll insult myself and I'll insult other people. But like I don't see this ever growing but i just want to do it because i just feel like it's something for me to do like clear my mind and stuff like that it's good to talk and if it gets to here it gets if it helps or if you find it funny you find it entertaining or educational or whatever by all means continue you know what i mean i'll continue this regardless whether it's going up or going down but i'm just doing me you know what i mean and then eventually if i need to make upgrades i'll make upgrades to that people Right, but anyway, would you class this as episode one or episode two? Because I feel like that one was the part, like my introduction one, my last audio podcast, it was classed as introduction, so I feel like that's like the pilot. We'll call this episode one. Right, but as I was saying, thank you guys for listening. Right, I'm going to go right now. I don't know how I managed to talk for about 35 minutes and most of it was absolute bollocks and I most likely wasted your life right now and I apologize for that. But at least I hope and pray that I made you laugh a little bit. You know what I mean? Just a little bit of laughter might help or a little snicker. Or you want to cuss me out? Yeah, no problem. All are welcome. You know what I mean? You want to cuss me out? You want to insult me? Send me death threats or whatever? Continue though. You know what I mean? End of the day those type of people yeah what you're doing is bad but then at least i'm giving you that sort of avenue to vent and insult me rather than insulting someone who can't handle it you know what i mean if i believe that i can handle all your hate i'll absorb all that hate so that someone else doesn't have to go through the hate you know what i mean but anyway guys it's your boy cataclysmic crescendo and i'm out take care like rate and subscribe <laughs> uh. 
anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Peace. it sounds yeah genuinely believe in yourself even if you're like uploading shitty content like legit if you upload shitty content you're gonna find yourself your fans you know what i mean Ten thousand fans that's all right because if you think about it let's look at it this way Ten thousand people like people don't consider like let's look at the dexterity no not dexterity but let's look at the quality of people you might have ten thousand people following you but let's say out of that ten thousand you might have like a few million like probably one millionaire or one billionaire or someone who's rich out of that ten thousand people or you might have millions of people following you and then like they're all broke so like for example taking your patriot like patreon for example like the whole concept of patreon fair enough but then obviously you've got people out there living literally living off a of patreon like let's look at it this way like monthly subscriptions have gone through the roof and i truly believe monthly subscriptions are all right but they only work to a certain t if you catch my drift so for example take netflix for example like the problem i see with netflix is that like your monthly subscription it's all right it's all good in the hood 
right? Talk it in the regular monthly subscription. You go there, you get your films. They they pay for the right to the movies and stuff, and then they use some of the money to create their own content as well, right? By all means, fair enough. But there will be a point where legit, um, where is the money gonna go? Because you're only gonna get you only get like a set sum. If it was set up where individual studios, like had like um a subscription fee. So like Universal had a subscription fee, um, Warner Brothers had a subscription fee, um, and all those other studios, and you were kind of like paying, like you pay a subscription fee for those type, the movies that that studio makes and whatever movie that they make. But then obviously now we're gonna have all of these online subscription services, which is gonna cost a pretty penny now due to the fact that like, you know what I mean, for all of those right and all of those different types of movie studios out there, Blumhouse and all this stuff, but. Anyway, I just want to bring up another point, like horror films. Like, remember horror films? Like, good, like good, like a genuine. Like, I miss a genuine good horror film. But now you kind of grow out of it. Where like you've gone from the slashes. Like I literally went through a phase of just literally watching like slasher, slasher movies and all that. And then from the slasher movies, going oh, oops, accidentally dropped my recording device. Then going from the slasher movies. From there, going to what? From slashes to paranormal activity, like your paranormal activities and all that bullshit. And then your, what do you call it? Your psychological horrors. And I think the psychological horror, like, yeah, I definitely think it's a trend or it's a fit, like it's a phase. Psychological thriller type movies are kind of good. The ones that kind of stick with you after you leave, that's alright. Then remember back in the day when you used to watch your sort of movies where you the cinema feeling oh my god that monster within that film has an opportunity to get me and oh my god that would freaking scare the shit out of me i remember like a horror film um which one is, uh, definitely yeah it was definitely paranormal activity like the first ever uh, first three paranormal activities before they went down to shit because i believe paranormal one two and three they're all right but then you got four five six seven eight and then you got that little cinematic universe whatever I'll get to that point later on in a second, but anyway, as I was saying, that I would leave the cinema feeling absolutely shook after the, when the paranormal activity came, like when paranormal activity came out back in the day. Because Jesus Christ, I was just imagining I'm just there sleeping in bed, and then I was just like, oh, cool, I'm just gonna drag you back to like, like you know what I mean? That would actually scare the shit out of me. And then you had the other one. other place and he has this ability to go into like the like the people who are dead in this other place and this kid can see it um and then you have this old lady or something insidious boom that's the one insidious insidious was kind of cool i'll give him that insidious and then the other one you had insidious and then you had that one which is based on a true story conjuring that's the one conjuring one conjuring two did they make conjuring two yeah, they did. It's the one in England, isn't it? Yeah, that one. And the Annabelle, like the Annabelle series. Yeah, I don't know. Because I kind of feel like the spin-offs. It's alright. Spin some certain spin-offs are kind of like they're they're okay, but then it's kind of like ah, alright, fair enough. When I realise most like okay, I can't really shit on spin-offs because you do kind of get those spin-offs, spin-offs that there. Can't even say spin-offs. You do get those spin-offs that kind of clap, they slap. You know what I mean? Is that what you fucking guys say nowadays? Slapping? It slaps, basically. 
like some you do get some good spin-offs like better than the original or what have you so for example vampire diaries is it vampire diaries yeah vampire diaries and then you have the originals and obviously i prefer vampire diaries and all that good stuff and back to that previous statement where i was on about making uh, cinematic universes you know that like this whole business of making cinematic universes it's kind of long it's kind of like i feel like it dragged like it's definitely dragged out definitely definitely dragged out i'm not gonna lie marvel killed it killed it dog I swear right you like since i since i am like i've been there since i am man like y'all fell in love with the whole franchise you guys grown with me like well i've grown with you guys you've done it like you know what i mean all the way from Iron Man to Endgame, and then all of these like Spider like Spider Man Homecoming, that was alright, but then it was kind of like, eh, you know what I mean? So far from him, yeah, it was far from him. But um, I'll be honest, like there's nowhere I, tr- I truly believe like there's nowhere else for you guys to go. Like as sad as that might sound, or you guys might pull this one out of the bag because I feel like genuinely you guys killed it with Endgame. Like yo, holy shit. I remember back in the day when it came going to the midnight release and just watching that. No, it wasn't even the midnight release. I watched it literally before going to work, like starting work. I watched it and it was flipping hilarious. It was great having to go in there, not trying to spoil it. And then we literally had this trend, like this trend, this unspoken rule came out of nowhere where you'd watch a movie, like you probably wait like one week or two weeks after. And you say, okay, no spoilers. Like, it's a universally unspoken rule by everyone now, all of a sudden. But, like, those people who go out there spoiling movies, like, yeah, you're a dick, fuck you. But, um, <laughs> but then you do get those kind of films where say, like, oh, you haven't watched it? Oh, it's been out for 10 years. Oh, I'm going to spoil it for you anyway. But, um, that's besides the point. <laughs> I love it. But, um, what other bits? other bits which I noticed like the whole universe sort of thing building your universe or you building your franchise it's like doing it film like film wise that's okay I respect it right but I personally feel like you can do some form of like ultimate like an omniversal type of shit where it's kind of like you can probably do it where you have a book that coincides with a TV show that coincides with the or like that goes like start off with books then you start off with a tv show and then no start off with the books then jump to the tv show and then whack a movie then jump to the book so basically you go book tv show movie tv show movie and then probably maybe i don't know jump to a video game i don't know if you can go for it but then if you can't you can't Alright, I was going to say to you how Marvel, I truly believe, like, you guys can go up places, right, but I feel like after Endgame, like, visually, like, so, for example, Galactus is going to be your next big threat, because now we've moved on to space, because those who haven't watched Far From Home, like, uh, Nick Fury's been in space, how long has he been in space? Fuck knows. But, um, obviously now the, you, the Earthlings have now jumped to the whole space trend, even though we've already seen the space shit due to Guardians of the Galaxy, um, Captain Marvel, uh, what else, what other Marvel film have you seen involving space, uh, I'll class Thor space, would you class Thor space, let me know, I don't know, but, um, yeah, Thor, I'll class Thor space, 
and all those other films. Whoever, whoever I didn't miss, but anyway. But I rate the only one movie I rate, underdog movie, right? Definitely Ant Man, because I feel like it's a it's a unique take. It stands out. It's different, and um, I just find it absolutely funny for some reason. But um, definitely, it's something to do. Right. But, um, right. There's going to be a little bit of a skip because obviously I just had to sort something out real quick. Ten seconds. Sorry for the fuffle. But um, what do you call it? Uh, I've lost my train of thought now, didn't I? Fuck. But anyway, um, as I was saying, cinematic cinematic universe. Why don't you just make a jump from a book to a TV program to a movie? So, for, so for example, like it's like a universe. It's like I call it an om, like an omniverse, like a movie omniverse, like a cinematic universe. Cinematic universe. I don't really think people are making like a me- like a media omniverse where it tr- like transcends and jumps through different media forms and mediums. So, for example, it could jump from a book to like an audio tape, from an audio tape to a TV show, from a TV show to a movie and a video game. That was that. And also, let me quickly jump um, jump topics: video games. It's been a while, like I'm not gonna lie, it's been a minute since I last played a video game console and had a PS4, like the last console was a PS4, aiming to go get myself a PS5, I hope and pray to get myself a PS5, because I've been dying a lot, right? And I just feel like I'm gonna need to buy like a very, very strong TV, which is literally display, because all of this shit that you just see, like all this displays, 8K fucking... 100 frames per second holy shit dude you buy this your fucking house will burn down like i feel like i'll plug that shit in and my house will burn down to the frame rate and how fast this shit is right and i i think it's gonna be amazing because there's so many games out there which i love like there's so many games out there that i want to see like remade in this hd like what's stopping people from remaking these games in like ultra high excuse me, ultra high frame rate, RTX, or ray tracing as they call it, on the, you know what I mean, just full blown, just take an old game and full blown, like, overhaul it, whack some ray tracing on that bitch, colours and shading, fucking 3D dynamic fucking models and all that bullshit, right, you whack all of that on, and then just see, like, what is it, ah, like, I would love to see, like take Tony Hawk's, like for example, I would love to see an RTA like ray tracing game of Tony Hawk's Project Eight and Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. Yeah, that would be sick. Just bring back the old two like PS2 games back to life. Like Bully, that was the shit. Like if we had like Bully Two, holy shit. Like Rockstar, like I'm not gonna lie. Rockstar, you've been killing it since day. I'm like, I can't even judge. I can't even judge. Like legit, when GTA came out, that was like what 2012. Was it 2012? Less than that. I don't even know. Like legit, you guys have been killing it for the past eight to ten years or whatever. Like you're ten years old and you're still bopping game. Like your game still slaps. And. What really scares me the most is that when GTA 6 comes along, like, I reckon GTA 6 is going to be so fucking massive. 
like it's gonna be so fucking massive and like legit it will take you 10 years to complete like legit so for example like take the new microsoft flight simulator right they've managed to put realistic engines here you're flying from place to place right and take no man's sky for example where you're now flying in different modes of space and you literally got enough space over there to travel far distances and all that mad shit and then i then it dawned upon me like you have like no man's sky is an example where you jump into different planets and planets what is there a way to condense it onto let's just say you build a game like a replica size like a replica size of this planet as we speak right and you or maybe a little bit smaller just in case just to avoid a bit of travel time you know like traveling that's gonna be a bit of a bitch because imagine like a gta sorry i took thoughts and then out again now legit this this podcast has literally gone to shit because i would have literally what i would have normally done was just let the audio run and just have me do my errands as it records and have all you just hear is like a skip 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 like it'll sound like a twat but anyway as i was saying so imagine like is there a way for them to make like a gta where like if you want to you have no man's sky right no man's sky you're traveling from galaxy to galaxy planets for days is there a way to just have like something planet like planet sized like for us planet sized and literally planet sized and then we literally only you go online it's literally worldwide like legit they got all of the countries and everything and you're literally traveling from place to place like that game is probably gonna be like what how many gigabytes to say what 200 fucking gigabytes what do you mean <laughs> 200 gigabyte download more like or installation 200 gigs and literally when you jump online holy shit your internet's gonna get flipping ddt stone cold stunned like legit just imagine like trying to simulate like the planet which i know is possible seeing that we have no man's sky we can do billions and billions of planets so i reckon if you just do one planet it's like size like the size of our planet and probably double the speed of our transportation so make planes fly three times as fast or ten times as fast just to avoid so just imagine you're there playing a game you're flying from africa to america or whatever or maybe whacking a bit like whacking a cheeky bit of quick travel you know like a bit of quick, quick travel just to make the game less boring but at least you do see where i'm coming from so you imagine you're flying from here to dubai or whatever and then you're literally flying for hours on end it's like okay we're about to arrive so we'll probably make it planet size yeah but like shrink it down a little bit where it's not too far or make the planes travel fast enough to get from location to location and that would be perfect also right but then the size of the countries that's gonna be a bit of a bitch because imagine trying to render like the size of fucking russia even though you guys have rendered uh let's say different types of planets or what have you but the best part of action is rockstar if you manage to get that done and dusted that would be absolutely fantastic and i would love for that to happen anyway i'm off now take care this is episode two peace